sit around the fire with me beautiful soul, light a candle, sip a cup of cacao, slow your breath, let me guide you back to your soul and the brilliance of your uniqueness. This is a space for leaders, creatives, entrepreneurs and healers to receive, to be held and reconnect. In this podcast I weave together the magic of dharma, human design and living a shamanic way of being to live in your truest, fullest soul's expression in this life and business. I share my own personal stories and have beautiful heart-to-heart soul-led conversations with those that are weaving their dharma and daring to be truly themselves. This episode is one that's been on my mind for a while to record and I think I've been delaying it because of judgment which is exactly why I need to do this. This was inspired today by a session that I'd had with one of my projector clients and she is struggling massively between following her heart, aligned action not giving in to hustle, got to do it now, must do it this way, why is everyone else further ahead of me? And it's so sad to see. And so I'm going to share the pointers of projectors in society and conditioning and children and then one of my own stories. So human design is actually a powerful tool to help children not be conditioned to help children live aligned to the flow of their energy and not be put inside a box. And it's also super helpful for us as humans, as adults, to get ourselves out of the box that we put ourselves in, that society has squeezed around us. And so just talking about projectors for a moment, and my son is one of these, who I'm going to mention. Projectors are here to not work long hours like generators, like generator types. We need to work, like we've got this energy, it needs to be used up. Projectors don't have a never-ending reservoir of energy. So they need to be super aligned and discerning about how they use their energy, the amount of hours that they work. And they're here to teach us more efficient ways of doing things. They're not here to hustle. They're not here to initiate or push. They're here to follow what fascinates them, to follow whatever authority they've got. So in my client's case, it's her emotional authority. So what feels good to her and to come from the heart and not the mind, not the conditioning. So she's setting up a new business and in the 3D world, there is no deadline. So she's in a beautiful position where if we can let go of expectation and pressure, that's when magic happens. However, the mind is creating pressure for her got to do it now. There's, there's so many stories in there that aren't actually hers and we keep bringing them out and calling them out and just like dispelling them but they are there and they're strong and so she's got some work to do to sit with her mind and to keep talking to it and regulating her nervous system so that she can do what she's here to do. And she's going to be the most beautiful healer, I know it. So as she was sharing this, I was in strict Karen coach mode today. There was no BS. I was calling everything out. And um, I said to her, it's so hard because you're really sweet. But you need, And she's like, no, I need this energy. Like I need to be called out. I need this. So I always um, teach and coach intuitively. And I kind of know exactly what someone needs. So 
it was a beautiful session and we got so much done and yeah just some just some massive aha moments that I know is going to initiate and she's going to get into the most aligned action so I shared my current struggle so I've seen my son's chart and I know parts of it he's very much like me he's a projector but he's a 1-3 profile and I know this profile we need to experience life we need to feel things but there are some differences he learns so different to me. So I'm what's called um, a quad left. So all my arrows are about, um, I need structure and I do really well in a school situation. I love learning. I do really well in exam conditions, with coursework, with essays, with that structure. I thrive in it. Like I really do. He's different. He's here to learn in a more sponge-like um cyclical open way and it's amazing like the stuff he knows from not studying just from observing and taking in is amazing that's how he's designed to learn and he's only designed to really learn what feels fascinating to him whereas I just need to learn because I just love learning and we're just different so I honor the difference in us as I've been taking my human design experiment and journey further and as I've been having more activist tendencies for the past 15 years. I don't like the way society tries to control us. And this is before human design or even tell us that this is the path. I've always just felt icky about it. And I have a, um, I'm really academic. I love studying. I'm good at studying. I've got a very academic mind. So most, uh, I think, my GCSEs, all A's, one C, maths, not a fan of maths. A-levels, two A's and a B. I've got a master's degree in law and um, I've got a bachelor's in law. And so with that background, everyone still says now, you should have been a lawyer, you should have been a solicitor. Even my son, actually, he said it the other day, he's been watching Suits on tally, which is great. And I'm like, no, my soul would die there. Like, I'm doing exactly what I want. But it's so outside of the mainstream. It's so outside of the box. Like, you know, I've been, a, well, I am a yoga teacher. I did holistic therapist from the age my daughter was born. And she'll be 19. Well, I started doing that before. I'm a shamanic healer. I'm a spiritual teacher. Uh, I do so many different things that aren't the norm. And my son is super aware that all my education was great for my brain. I always tell him it shaped my brain. It helped me work things out, which my brain needed. But my my myself and my husband are self-employed. And my husband's a self-employed joiner. Got an amazing business. And he looks at us and he said, you know, you didn't really need to go to school, did you? And in the cold light of day, if we're looking factual, black and white, this and that, no. Because everything that I'm doing... Now I have retrained in the last 20 years or learned in the last 20 years off my own back with what fascinates me, with what I want to do, with where my passion and my joy is. I have always been doing cards and healing and meditation yoga since I was about 14, 15, but I wasn't qualified in it. Projectors are very wise, <laughs> I'll tell you now. They can see things that we can't see. And my son, actually, I, I know I've told this story, but I'll tell it again because I trust I trust him when I ask him questions. I know that he can see into me and see things. So um, it was the start of the lockdown and I think I'd closed my studio for a week, my yoga studio. 
and I woke up and I just heard this voice. It was one of my guides saying, close it. And I was like, really? I love that space. Like we didn't know how long the pandemic would would go on for. And my son came in and he never comes into my room in the morning. And I told him about it and he just said, yeah, mommy, you're in a box there, aren't you? You need to get outside your box from the mouth of babes. And so I did. And now I've got a global business all online and I love it. Be pulled back to in-person events, but for the main part online. So now I get to the stage where he's 14, 15 soon and doing his mock exams and he doesn't want to study. And I know from his chart that studying the traditional way like I did, I mean, I loved my schedules and things. It's just not going to work. And then I have to look at my conditioning because I am not going to enforce my beliefs or my way of being on my children. I want my children and I trust my children to find their own way. Will they make mistakes? Absolutely, I hope so because they need to live. So in my head, I've got this battle. The conditioned part of me says, make him sit down every night and do two hours of revision. And my free part is like, He doesn't learn like that. It won't do him any good. And I have to look at how I feel about the school system. This is my belief, remember. And I'm here to share my beliefs, not to make you believe the same as me because that isn't what I'm into. It's for you to find your own truth, but I'm here to share, to initiate something within you. I think the school system, how it is now, is great for people like me, for brains that learn like mine. And even now, actually, I think I'd struggle with the sitting down and the pressure. There is too much pressure. Used to be a lot more relaxed in my day. And so I think there's a massive part of the population that aren't going to do well at school. I love the more Scandinavian ways of um, get, of the child picking a topic and doing everything around that topic, self-led learning. I'm not here to debate the school system. But if I don't believe that it's right for my son and I'm here teaching us all to get aligned, to live our truth, to honour our uniqueness and I believe in human design and the energy of it and I believe that we're all here as parts of a collective whole, but in ourselves having our own soul evolution journeys. And that I can be here to try and make him eat healthy. That's a nightmare. And be there for guidance and love and to hold the space for him to have this earth walk. And I know I've spent so much time with him as as he's been little. And he's at that age where he doesn't want to know, know us as much. It's all about his friends, which he should be. Should be all about his friends. That's the natural teenage brain. If I believe all that, if I sit him down to say, do this, that is not aligned. I will be a hypocrite. And so uh, my solution the other day, we sat down, I said, right, do you think you should be doing a little bit? And he said, yes. So we looked at his diary and we have scheduled minimal working. And I mean, oh, I can't even believe I'm in. Like, this is my condition parts going, ah, minimal I think like four hours work over the space of two weeks, (laughs) something like that. But that's that. (laughs) 
that's that. That's what I've done. And I can still feel that condition past me cringing and shrinking in and going, oh, that's so bad. I'm such a bad parent. Well, my heart doesn't think that. Because we've got a beautiful relationship. And because I know that if he needs to get any qualifications after, he will do. And still, as I'm saying it, I've got that, oh, it's still there. It's so, it's so strong. The conditioning is so strong. And I want any of you on your deconditioning journey to know that it's challenging. And the only reason, and I really want you to listen to this, the only reason that I would make him sit down and have a structured timetable and do so many hours was gets my gut. The only reason I would do that is that I would be safe from the judgment of other people. So that people wouldn't say, oh, she's a bad mum. She should have made him do this. Oh, he's a failure. He could have done better than that. The thing is, I know his heart. I know his brain. I know his mind. He is clever. Sometimes he blows me out of the way with his own arguments. I can't get anything past him. He's sharp. And really, does he need anything to prove that? He does in this 3D society. But I truly believe he'll find his way. And if he needs to backtrack and get something and tick something along the way, then he can do it with a passion and energy that's going to drive him through that, that's going to give him the energy and the ability to focus to find that result that he wants. Otherwise, we're just going to be both of us out of alignment. He's going to get burnt out. He's going to get bitter. That's not going to help him in his situations. But I'm just going to do what I can to hold the space and just say, could we do a little bit of something? And that's where I am. And it feels so strange for me to be sharing this in a podcast, to be sharing this journey and this this way of thinking. Because I know a lot of you listening will think things that aren't very nice probably about me or think that I'm wrong. But this is how I feel. And this is what I've observed. And this is how much I trust in our uniqueness and our own path and our own dharma. And our children... Yes, we need to look after them. But is it really our responsibility to micromanage their lives and helicopter parent them? Now, this is strange for me because I have the ability to be exceedingly controlling. I know myself. I know I know my gifts and I know my quirks and I know my not so pretty side, the more ugly side. But since they were born, I think I was very controlling about like, there's a bottle this time, they need to be fed because they were shit at eating. I've got a parental control there now. They were, yeah, they were crap at eating. They weren't great at eating. My daughter would vomit out everywhere. My son was so picky and still is. And, you know, obviously we need to make sure they're clean and fed and loved, you know, and taught things and we have debates. I mean, I can remember my son, I think it was last year, we debated and he said, he said, are you okay arguing? I was like, dude, we're not arguing. We're debating. It's okay to have a different viewpoint and talk. And he was like, oh. So I look, you know, we're here to teach our ways of being and they can either take it on or they can't. But my son, my daughter, they've got to, <laughs> they've got to live their own lives. And I just create the boundaries to help keep them as safe as possible and loved as possible and have their needs met can't control it all and I don't want to judge them and this is so strange for like a pretty much straight A student to say 
My son does not have to follow in my footsteps. He really doesn't. And that's strange for me to say because do you know what I was praised for? My academic ability. And people still judge me and hold esteem for my academic ability. Like I get kudos for how clever I am. And it doesn't mean that much to me anymore. I've got different things that I judge myself on. The things that are way more important to me than how clever I am. It's really, where's my heart? Where's my, am I honouring my uniqueness? Am I walking my path? Am I daring? Am I daring to let my soul evolve? Am I doing the best I can to accept and see people where they are and honour their uniqueness? Am I living my dharma, my potential in this world? Am I fulfilling the role that I came here to do? And no exam will ever, ever say whether I'm achieving that or not. I will know that. I know where my values are. And I know that if I force my son into doing things that, in inverted commas, traditional way, academic way, my heart won't feel good. I will feel and be a hypocrite and out of alignment. And that will ripple out into everything else I do. I feel that that's everything that I intended to speak into my beautiful microphone today. I'm cringing as I'm saying I'd love to know your feelings, but I would love to know your feelings actually. I'd be really, really fascinated actually. I always say fascinated a lot when I've been talking to projectors or about projectors because that's one of their um, their things to be fascinated by life, which I love that word. Yeah, I would, I'd be really open to hear what you say. Be kind, be open, see where your values are, see where your heart is and see where your truth is.